Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Wrecking and Racing NASCAR Podcast, your NASCAR podcast source. This, oh yeah, I'm Gas Man, by the way, and that's my co-host Lux across from me. <laughs> Rough start today, buddy. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, this show is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Ooh, wee. Special code WR Podcast. You get 20% off and free shipping. shipping. Yeah. Take advantage of it. And last week's episode, we announced that we we're going to do a giveaway. The first person to send us order confirmation that they ordered from Manscaped will get a gift from us. Yeah. And no one's claimed it. Come on now, folks. Support the show. Support an NASCAR sponsor. Get your name out there. We'll send you a gift. First one, first one email is wreckingracing at gmail.com. We'll get boxers and a shirt. With the receipt. Email confirmation, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. Do Does it. get receipts anymore? Do it. Email receipts, I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's all order confirmations. I'll tell you what's awesome. So I wanted some shop lights for my garage. I want to redo my lighting in my garage because I'm picking up I'm a lot thirsty of... thirsty while you're talking. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. What's, what, what are you drinking this week? I'm drinking a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Baja Blast. Baja Blast Zero Sugar. I didn't know that they did the Baja Blast. In the You're welcome. Sugar. That's yeah. what I'm drinking, too. I found that at gas station. Yeah, thanks so. for picking that up, buddy. Yeah, no Appreciate problem. Appreciate that. No I problem. wonder, are they going to do like Code Red and like all I, of those? I, they have a Diet Code Red, so I don't know why they couldn't do a Zero Sugar Code Red. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I, I look Science is to amazing. <laughs> it is. It is. And I was talking about something before you started talking about drinking. But I don't remember what it was. What the hell was that noise? That was my sound bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I was I'm working take, from home this week, so I've been jamming though. out with uh, some tunes while I work. Yeah, it's you're, like you're, you listen. You're, he's been listening to a lot of ABBA, a lot of uh, yeah, Prince. Sure, sure. When doves cry. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, you're kind of sitting in the Reckon Racing Studio slash work office now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see you did take over uh, your side of the studio with computer screens and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just living my best COVID life, you know? Yeah, and you know what? Um, if we took pictures of this, people think we would have a really fancy office set up, like studio set up. Yeah. When honestly, it's all a lie because it's just for your work. <laughs> <laughs> well, not all, but half. <laughs> anyway, man, I was talking about something. What was I talking about? I have no clue. I I was saying something, and then you said you had to get a drink, and then I, man, my mind is garbage. <laughs> well, we were talking about Manscaped. Was it the Manscaped stuff? Anyway, folks, if you listened to last week's episode, we were sponsored by Manscaped. We are this week as well. Get in on that special code. Um, I think that's maybe what it was, Lugs. I can't remember. Um, I can go back and listen to the episode when we get done. One thing about this show is that we don't edit a whole lot, because we want people to see the true us and how big of idiots we are yeah the the a lot of the episodes you guys hear are us start to finish <laughs> yes um, yes as I, weird as that might be sometimes um i'm sure there's some awkward pauses occasionally and we say some stupid sh 
crap that we should edit right, out, right. but we don't. Sometimes we do, but very rarely. Very, very rarely, yeah. This is, we want raw, unfiltered access to us. That's kind of the focus of this show. Anyway, COVID-19. We're living the life of COVID-19. Yes. We got our six-foot distance here that we're not breathing on each Boo. other. And for those of you that might have been concerned last week when Gasman here told us that he may have been oh, exposed yeah. to COVID-19, yeah. uh, the test results from the patient that his yeah. wife encountered did come back negative. So Correct. We're, we're all clear. Correct. But that's not to say that her next patient tomorrow won't have it or the patient after that won't have it <laughs> for the next several weeks. We're just going to assume that yeah. she's going to be coming across it. I'm just going to have you, you know, wear a bio suit or something. I'm pretty you. sure I've already gotten it and I'm immune to it. Yeah. I le- legitimately, man, like two months ago, I had something down on my chest, dude. And I had it for like two weeks and it was terrible. And I yeah. wonder if it wasn't that. So we we're at the right age where I think we're okay. Um, but did I tell you about me getting sick in Italy? Did I talk about that on the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You think I that remember. that's what that was? I, I really, man, because oh, I thought man, it was bronchitis. Makes, I, I thought it was bronchitis at that point. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Especially what's going on over there now. I, I, exactly. Exactly. Ooh. So I thought it was bronchitis at that point, and they were trying to push me to go see, you know, go to the hospital. I said, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. So it hit me hard, and it was rough. I mean, yeah. I had fever, chills. I mean, I've never been so like respiratory sick before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, I bet that any, is what you had. Anytime I was breathing, I could feel like the the pressure pain going through my chest, like the bronchial tubes. And mm-hmm. that's why I thought, like I t- talked to my wife, she's like, it's probably bronchitis. Obviously, we didn't know about the coronavirus at that time. Yeah, that's what um, I've been reading. Like a lot of people that have had it, like their biggest description that they you know, say is it just feels like an immense weight on your chest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I was concerned that maybe I was getting pneumonia. Yeah, which explains why a lot of the older people that you know are passing mm-hmm. from this uh, are affected yeah. by it because yeah. they typically have you know respiratory issues. So right, a- exactly. Uh, so I, I'm not gonna lie, I really think I've already had it. I think my dad gives me shit saying I was patient zero in the United States. I brought it back with me from you Italy. You probably were. Thanks. Okay, I, which might be a possibility, but I'll tell you right now, the airport when I was in DFW, if I had it, I infected a lot of people because <laughs> that airport was a cluster when I got back into the U.S. Well, where was the first case in the United States? Mm, I don't know. I'll Google, know. I'll Google yeah, it while you Probably New York because New York tends to be the central hub for it in the U.S. right now. And, of course... In the airport at DFW, there's no telling where all those people were going. That was crazy. I, I, it was something screwed up I had in Italy. I, like I said, I've never been that sick before. Anyway, folks, this week we're supposed to have our trivia episode. Unfortunately, due to a uh, our moderator, um, he's a loser, and he <laughs> screwed up tonight and was not able to uh, get away from work to actually do the trivia tonight. So our goal is to do it probably next week. But that's okay. Because here in a little bit, we're going to be joined by our favorite guest, friend of the show, Vinny Miller. Vinny Miller. We haven't talked to Vinny in a long while, actually, and I feel ashamed of that. Last time we were going to have Vinny on, we had something that came up at the last minute, and we had to cancel our episode. Uh, we haven't had a chance to get him back on since. So, anyway, yeah, here in a little bit, Vinny's going to call in. The first, like, known infected individual in the U.S., um... That was tested by the CDC, confirmed by the CDC, was North Northern California. So okay, 
Unless you went to California. Now but maybe again, he maybe he was yeah, in Dallas, Fort Worth, yeah, and then yeah. bumped into you. Who knows? But. And that's tested. I'm sure in the United States, there's probably at least a thousand people who've had it that had no idea. Oh, they yeah, had I it. bet so. I, I don't at disagree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, man, let's jump into it here. We got some eye racing to talk about. Yeah, some interesting stuff was eye racing. Yeah, what did you did you get to watch the race? I, oh yeah, I definitely watched it. Why did I watch it? Because we had a dog in this hunt. Yeah, we did. And it came together. Well, I'll it let was, you tell the story. It's kind yeah, of your thing. It was great. So basically, I uh, someone was talking about sponsorships with the iRacing event on Twitter. Maybe Bob Pockgrass, actually. Um, and I just tweeted, you know, hey, any driver that puts our logo on their car, I'll give them 100 bucks. And um, next thing you know, I got a DM from Garrett Smithley saying, hey, done. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, so Garrett, if you're listening, I doubt you are, but if you are, uh, I still need to pay you a hundred bucks, man. <laughs> you haven't paid him yet? No, I actually, I've asked him like three times now, how do I get you this money? And I haven't gotten, and he said response. he was going to come on too. So we got to oh, set yeah, that yeah, up yeah. too. We will, we will, we'll set that up. Um, probably in the next couple of weeks, I would say, yeah. um, anyway, Garrett's a fantastic guy. Very, very nice guy. We've had him on the show before. We've kind of met him before. He's a, just a jolly old Great guy. Yeah. I mean, he's. Reminds me of just a really super nice kid almost. I mean, mm-hmm. he looks like a kid. Obviously, he's not. I mean, he looks like a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of reminds me of like how William Byron looks like he's twelve. <laughs> Garrett's kind of similar to that, if you ask me. Anyway, so our logo. So due to our logo being long, because we have the W and then we have the wrecking and racing. So our logo is actually behind the fifty one. It was actually on the deck lid. It looks really good on the deck lid. Does not look very good on the on the just the way it is, because it's so hard to read from a distance. If you yeah. know what you're looking for, it's not so bad, but it, it's hard to li- read. Look it on the on the deck lid, though, because there was yeah, no, multiple times did. that Fox had an overhead camera, and you yeah. could see it. Yeah, it, it, looked- it So did you ever think we would get our logo <laughs> in a NASCAR-sanctioned race? No. Yeah, was really. this awesome? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so Garrett, thank you for that opportunity, Yeah, man. thanks for the shout-outs, man. He, he, oh, know. he blew us up on social media. Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. And so. his, his social media following, like, 500% increase awesome. from that race. Good. Yeah. Good. And he twitched it. Twitch is a st- online streaming service for, like, Yeah, we shared games. that a couple of yeah. times, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watched a lot of his Twitch stuff during the race. And, uh, man, just the amount of people on there was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's... This whole thing has been amazing. Like yeah. the fact that the NASCAR community has just jumped on and like embraced this and took it on and like wants to give us a product, the race fans a product. Like yeah, so they're talking about doing it for like what the next seven weeks. It's confirmed. Yeah, every race until we get back to it, actual racing, they're gonna do it. That's so. awesome. And you've seen all these drivers. Like Harvick's got a new rig, so he's probably gonna start entering Kurt the Bush. race. Kurt Busch. Yeah, uh, me. Seen- You've got it ordered already? <laughs> no. Okay. But I've got it priced out. Hey, and... so talking about you, um, so you were doing some eye racing this week, mm-hmm. and because all these drivers are practicing, tell us about like... Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So, Garrett, if you're listening, uh, we were in a practice for probably about 10 minutes together. <laughs> I didn't even realize it until like... So I did probably 20 laps of practice and uh, wasn't really looking to see where I was on the leaderboard or anything. Was just doing my thing and uh, come to find out, like whenever the session was over, I looked at the leaderboard. Both Kyle Larson and Garrett Smithley were in my practice session with me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's awesome. 
That was awesome. I wish I had known at the time. I could have enjoyed it a little bit. And yeah, sure. Known sure. that, but uh, I probably would have gotten nervous and made a fool of myself. So probably <laughs> good thing I didn't do that. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. And it's really re- reju- this whole thing, not just that, but this whole thing is rejuvenated my interest in iRacing. And not so. just yours. I think the interest in iRacing overall has... I, I'm sure their subscription in the last week or so blown has up. blown up. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I've already priced out a rig, man. I, I would love to get something really awesome. So did you see Alex Bowman's or Kyle Larson's rigs? I've seen Larson's. Um, yeah. So that screen, that curved 40-inch yeah, cr- Samsung, yeah. yep. it's on sale right now for 800 bucks. Oh, it's that's normally, cheap. It's yeah. n- normally over 1000 Holy smokes. Holy smokes. I seen Kurt Bush had a new screen like Yeah, I think that, that so. was the same one. Okay. And it's the same one that Bowman uses as well. How come you don't get Hamlin set up with like the, that was do you see Hamlin's rig? Yeah, yeah. Next last I checked I wasn't a three time Daytona yeah. five hundred winner. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, yeah. When that happens, I'll be sure and get one. How about that? Yeah, that uh, thing was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, no, I seriously man, I'm 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 real close to if we weren't on the brink of recession i I would probably pull the trigger and do it yeah that sucks it'll it'll bounce back use your stimulus check for it (laughs) i seriously might yeah i I mean seriously right yeah i mean you still got a job so it's not like you've lost income there so use it for something good the whole point of that money is to keep the economy stimulated yeah so the dang i think my dog just farted because that is terrible (laughs) it wasn't Um, me this time anyways um Sorry, side side <laughs> track there, but um, yeah. So I priced it all out. So the seat is a company called um, R Seat, um, is the one that Bowman has, and I think Larson has a, another company called W One or something like that. Um, which Larson came out and said his whole setup was about sixty eight hundred dollars. Oh my god, I smell the fart now. Is that bad? It's horrible. Why did you feed your dog? Nothing different. Nothing different, so I don't oh. know. Uh, but the one that Bowman uses, R Seat, it's a little more, f- little more, and I say that like with an asterisk because it's still very expensive. But the setup that Bowman has is um, just for the frame and the seat and everything is twelve hundred dollars. Oh yeah, that's a badass setup, man. And then you've Holy got crap. the screen right yeah. there, uh, which I already mentioned is about eight hundred dollars now on sale uh, at Best Buy. Does it come with the rig? No, that does not come with it. And is then, that just a, essentially the the chassis? And then and the, the piece, seat? the chassis that the screen mounts to, that's three fifty. Oh my god! So you're, so looking, you're looking at, at about twenty five hundred just yeah, holy just smokes. for and that's not including your. I mean, I already have my steering wheel shifter and pedals, but you know that's not including any of your equipment or your eye racing subscription or computer, any of that stuff. And I also need to upgrade my graphics card. Like I don't have to do it, but I need yeah. probably need to. Yeah, so I thought, I was like, I got rid of my steering wheel because I just stopped iRacing, but watching all this, I'm like, man, I wish I had my steering wheel back again. Mm-hmm. I really do. So, so I thought, like, maybe I'll buy a joystick just to have it, but I, I got a, jo- or a a controller with a joystick, but I tried doing iRacing with it once before, and it was horrible. A joystick? Like, like you know, like Xbox-type controller yeah, with yeah. the little joystick on the controller? Oh, God, yeah, I don't think that would be, you couldn't do that, <laughs> I don't think. It, I mean, people supposedly people were doing it. I don't. I don't know. It's. It's anyway. It's crazy. Absolutely. There crazy. you go. There's the stand. Okay. Yeah. Damn. 
And if you guys want to see what this looks like, go to Alex Bowman or Kyle Larson or Kurt Busch's Instagram. They have great photos of all of this stuff. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I mean, I got it priced out. I just don't want to pull the trigger currently, but that might change in a week. We'll see. Yeah, it's still, it's insane, man. It would fit perfectly in my office. Would it really? Yeah. Do you already take measurements? No, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It yeah. would fit perfectly in there. Even if it wouldn't, you would make it work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's already my little NASCAR room, man, so why not? So last week, I think I mentioned on the show, we were talking about Manscaped, about how you may have a lady friend. What would she say about like opening up your office door and there's this huge sim rig there? She Does it matter? Does no, it matter I, I actually made her watch about 20 minutes of the professional race. Yeah. That was Sunday. I made yeah. her watch it last night. So she she understands it. <laughs> Not saying she likes it, but that she is, understands it. That is date material right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, watch this sim racing that was happening on Sunday. Hey, I didn't make her watch you the whole thing. You want to be with me? You got to be with them, I didn't too. make her watch the whole thing. I just made her watch 20 minutes. Yeah. So there was a lot of so about talking about the racing itself. There was a lot of wrecks. There was a lot of people who aren't sim racing uh, alumni, aficionados. yeah, aficionados in that race, like Bobby Labonte, for example. Uh, although he didn't do too bad, uh, but there's definitely some. There's still tempers that were flaring. If you listen to either the Dirty Mo Media or the Radioactive uh, recap of that. Yeah, so I didn't get to see that. I know I sent you one and you sent me one. What yeah. was the difference? The, there wasn't really a whole lot of difference. There may have been a couple more clips in the Dirty Mo Media one, but the biggest difference was what you heard on Radioactive was straight from the um, their speakers or whatever, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little fuzzy what they're saying. The Dirty Mo Media, they took time to clean it up, so it was a little easier to hear and understand what they were saying. So my question is, so for the pros, like Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch, these guys that are literally stepping into iRacing for the first time, is iRacing giving them an A-class, you know, pass? Like, do they not have to go through? Well, does it matter if it's a... Invitational? Yeah. I guess not. But that's funny because, like, the very things that you learn, the fundamentals you learn in iRacing by starting as a rookie and going to each class, I saw all of it unfold in that race. (laughs) Namely... Jimmy Johnson oh my staying in the middle of the what damn the, race th- track. That's just racing 101. What the hell is wrong with him? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. That is like the number one thing to piss off any yes. high racer is yes. yield. Get the fuck out of the way if, yes. you're, if you're a lap, going a lap down. Like, get out of the way of the leaders. Let them let them have the preferred race line. And sure enough, he wadded up about half the field. Um, and he actually slid up into Garrett and gave Garrett. A I know. I thought Garrett was I gone. Know. I I did too. Uh, and then the other thing is like when you're crashing, um, you know, there's two things there. If you're the one that's crashing, hold the brake, right? So right. like if your car stops, it doesn't roll down the banking right. and right. take more sure. people out that are cleanly trying right. to get navigated through. And then you know the other piece is if you see the crash up ahead. Slow down. Don't try to cold trickle days of thunder and get <laughs> through it because the caution is going to revert back to the most recent loop point and lock you in. So you're not going to gain anything if you pass 10 people. Yeah. Let me tell you who the biggest person with that was. I felt like it was Kyle Bush. Every time I seen a replay, he, he was just... full speed. Full <laughs> speed. He never slowed yeah, down. Full yeah, man. speed. So there was definitely some iRacing etiquette being broken in, in that race Sunday. So... It's funny, like, 
you know, if those people had really kind of worked their way up from rookie, they would totally get that stuff, but they're pros and I'm not. So yeah, <laughs> true. Very true. So overall, I thought the racing was great. Um, there at the end, I mean, I, we, really, we get a shit ton of TV time. People may not have noticed it, but we really did get a lot of TV time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was really, I won't want to say shocked, but just like impressed with junior because the weekend before he didn't really do a whole lot. Like yeah. he, he was involved in a couple accidents, really not, never got the chance, I guess, to showcase what he could do on the platform. And then he really showed up on Sunday and almost won it. I was actually hoping he was going to be. Yeah. Him when, oh yeah. I mean, they were so close too. Yeah. That was, yeah. Pretty um, and I think he I, tried to do the little yeah, bump and yeah. nudge there coming off of four and it, didn't work out for him, but nonetheless, it was cool to see Junior up there. Yeah. So Garrett led a lot of laps. He got the pole for the race. Again, he got us a lot of TV times. So we thank him for that. Timmy Hill was up there. Yeah. Uh, they have Denny Junior, and then Chase Briscoe is doing well too. Um, so anyway, that was your top five pretty much right there at the end. And Garrett was leading with like five to go or something yeah. like that, and yep. then they ended up getting around him. Timmy did, and then rest of them. They had a little bit better tires. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, the name of the game at that track, man, is is tire converse, conservation, and um, just didn't work out for him, unfortunately. But maybe this weekend at Texas. Yeah, maybe it was. Well, it, anyway, it's gonna be fun. We'll see what happens with that. Um, what else you got? Anything? I don't really have any other news or anything. Well, it's funny. Um, actually, somebody tweeted Jimmy Johnson this week and said, "Hey, with oh, all I did this stuff that. going yeah. on with COVID nineteen. Yeah. Like, are you sure you want to retire? Like, you're not going to get the race, yeah. all the races. You're actually really competitive, you know, yeah. this season. And he basically said, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it made it to the game changer. Left the door so, open. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how wild would that be if Johnson pushes it back? We already know Ally is signed up, signed yeah. on, right? So, yeah. why so not? What if, what if, well, what if Hendrick already had a deal for the driver for next year? Because if, if even they had a deal, we wouldn't know about us. We wouldn't. So, I would think Hendrick would exercise. I'm sure there's a right in there to say, "Hey, we're going to retain Johnson and keep him." Yeah, that'd I be mean, that'd be a very interesting. Dynamic, I would, though. wouldn't yeah. you? It'd just be so different. Do you do you buy out a satellite team to keep that other driver for a season? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Depends it's, who it's it is. Depends like who it, it is, but. Yeah, maybe add a JD. JD I guess it also depends how bad you want whoever that is, whether yeah. it's Kyle Larson or Keselowski not Ryan Blaney or, or yeah, yeah, not Ryan. Blaney. <laughs> um, but I mean, how wild would that be if yeah. Johnson does stick around another year and we see him in the new car? Yeah. I talking about Blaney. Supposedly he's got it set up for this week too, and okay. he wasn't in last week's. Yeah, he was supposed to be the crew chief, quote unquote, yeah. for chi- at, for Chase. Did as you see he's that? Drinking beer. Yeah. Yeah. And Chase basically said, you know, you're fired, you're terrible at this. I guess yeah. he made a couple of bad calls, and uh, Chase wasn't happy with his performance. So he's uh, been relegated out of that position. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else do we have here? So, um, unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of time to get put stuff together. Work's been insane. So. Adam Stern says that Fox Sports could be looking at a loss of around $35 million in ad revenue if the postponed NASCAR races can't be rescheduled. Ouch. That's a big kick in the balls. Ouch. 35 mil. That's Which, bad. surely they can get half of these guys rescheduled, especially... 
They have officially postponed the Olympics now. Yes, to yes, a which year later. should open up this summer time that so we didn't originally have. That's going right. to give us what two, three weeks there. Yep, exactly. So we should be in a good spot there, I would think. Yep. Maybe a couple double headers, slice yeah. and dice, you know. Um, and then also from Adam Stern said that um, Indianapolis Motor Speedway is floating the idea of having Indy cars, uh, GMR, their Grand Prix, move to the Fourth of July weekend with the Brickyard. They also, there was speculation about moving the Indy 500 to that weekend, too. It would be crazy, man. That would be insane. I'd be totally okay with it and the, probably the try to go. The 500 and 400 the same party, weekend? Party, party, party. Oh, my gosh. You ain't kidding. We should go. <laughs> well, if they had it, we probably would go. Yeah. I mean, that's... The only the only downside it is, and it's not really a downside, is that I was actually planning on going for the July weekend to Indy uh, just to take my daughter to her first race. Because just think about so from, be a, from a, a historic point, like that's going to be a crazy race to attend, yeah. right? Yeah. Because that's probably never going to happen again. Yeah. No, I, exactly. Yeah. So that would be pretty insane. It would be. Um, let's see here. What else? What else? What else? Uh, not really NASCAR related, but Liberty University, sponsored for William Byron mm-hmm. sometime, um, said they're welcoming back students to their campus. Okay, most campuses kicked them out. Yeah, so okay, very odd, I thought. Yeah. Um, but let's see here. There was one other thing. Oh, yeah, the uh, the iRacing actual um, invitational that we watched mm-hmm. uh, drew in more than 900,000 viewers. It set, set wow. a record wow. for what it was. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember during the race, he was talking about it was the number one trending uh, thing on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, so... Pretty cool, pretty cool. Hopefully, we'll see that grow as yep. we progress through these next few weeks. Um, and then, question for you there, Gas Man. You okay. Know, do you know what today is the anniversary of? Today is March 25th. No. 13 years ago, the Car of Tomorrow debuted. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I forgot that part of my life. <laughs> yeah. not, not till now. Um, yeah, 13 years ago, man. Does it, does it feel like it's been 13 years? It feels, no, it doesn't. It feels like it was like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But pretty crazy. Um, as we all know, Kyle Busch won that race. Boo. Uh, but it was a very close race with Jeff Burton. Jeff Burton almost won it. Yeah. Actually, I do remember the race now since you say that, but still boo. (laughs) But I think, man, that's all the news that I have. How about you? Yeah, I don't have anything else. Um, so again, Manscaped comp, uh, giveaway first person to send us their p- proof of purchase. WR Podcast is your code. Send uh, your proof of purchase to us at at gmail.com and we will get you a pair of boxers and a shirt. Yep. And then also um, for those of you that did c- pick the correct winner mm-hmm. of the esports race, uh, we'll be yep. sure to add in your your points. Yeah, which was Wade, Eddie, and Tracy. Yep. And then. I assume we'll probably do it again this coming weekend for Texas. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure we will. So, you know, if you want to send us your picks for this be weekend. Be on the lookout on Twitter and Facebook. That's where we've been, been posting it at, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. So, so some chance to make up some yeah. points, and I desperately need those. So, I'll Do you do you want to do a giveaway this week, or do you want to wait a couple more weeks to get this one out? Wait till the Manscaped stuff's done? Yeah. We have we have something here that's really neat item that uh, we want to give out to was, you guys. It was donated to us, yeah, and uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. We'll wait. Okay. We'll, we'll wait, but uh, keep listening, guys, because this is a pretty cool item. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. It is an, I'll give you a hint. It's an autographed item. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's talk about Manscaped before we end the end the episode or in our portion of the episode before we bring Vinny on. So did you get a chance to try out the ball deodorant? I did not. I'll be oh, honest come with on, you. Man. <laughs> I used some of the spritzer again, though. Did you get to I, use some of I it? I used some of the spritzer. And actually, I'm going to tell you. So I was kind of talking about the ball deodorant last week. And the spritzer and the ball deodorant smell very much alike. Um, the spritzer is, and the deodorant? Did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's a very not overpowering smell, but it's a nice, clean smell. Mm-hmm. And the ball deodorant, like when it dries, it does turn like a powdery substance. It just, it's just, it's very nice. It's very nice. And it's not to down Tame the Beast. It, it to me, is a hell of a lot better than that. Yeah. And I like the Tame the Beast product. It's just a hell of a lot better for, for uh, well, Manscaped. Again, the spritzer stuff, it's almost like a cologne. Like it smelled like a cologne to me. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it has that smell to it. It's a very mild smell. Did you? <laughs> no. Oh, I okay. Okay. I thought you said you did. <laughs> no. No. It smells like you could. But. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like I say it's not an overpowering smell. It's a very mild smell, but it's a good smell. It's a manly smell. Yeah. Uh, and the razor, the razor is very nice, very well. So, again, folks, Manscaped, they have like, I've been impressed with all their products. So, um, their lawnmower 3.0 is the razor that we have. It works fantastic. It's awesome. It, fantastic. So definitely check it out. If you yeah, because there's different. You know, I don't. Do they still have the 2.0 available for sale? Yes, they do. So I yes, do. personally just skip ahead to the three. Yeah, yeah, same here. It's got a light on it. Yeah, no, actually, that light's cool as hell. Actually, yeah. I meant to. I think I meant to talk about that last week. Yeah. I don't think I did, but that light is a game changer. Mm-hmm. We really let you like get it. in there yeah. and see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I Light really, it up. I really like that light. <laughs> so anyway, folks, manscaped.com, and your promo code is WRPODCAST. 20% off and free shipping. Yep. Good deal. Get in on it. I'm going to order some stuff probably this weekend. So. Yeah. Yep. All right, folks, uh, and we'll have Vinny join us in just a minute. All right, folks, we are joined by the... Our favorite guest that we ever have on the show, Vinny Miller. It's been a long time, man. I am sorry for that. It's all good. Glad to be back on. <laughs> good, good. So, how is the COVID life in North Carolina? Um, I would say a lot of people are freaking out about it, but I just got done putting my toes in the water, and I'm going about my daily life. And I found out that if we do go on quarantine... Um, boating is considered an outdoor activity, so I am still allowed to leave my apartment to go to my boat. That is that's awesome. Good, yeah. That is, I mean, that's a nice mental break. Get away from everything. Get away from other people. Drink a lot of beer. Was there very many other yep. people on the water today? Uh, did I get on the water today or did I go in the water today? No, no. Was there very many other people out there on the water today? Can you repeat that question? I can't hear too well. Yeah, it's, sorry. I think uh, Lugs was asking if there was a lot of other people out on the lake today. Uh, there was just me, a couple people on jet skis I saw, and then there was a couple people wakeboarding. Hmm. But nice. for the most part, it was pretty pretty relaxed out there. Good, good. So you drinking a beer tonight? I am. I am drinking the regular, and I'll let you guys guess what that is. I'm assuming Twisted Tea. Yep. 
<laughs> good, good. I, I may have drank one or two of those myself, especially out in Charlotte area. Yeah, it, it, they're um, they're a great way to get through the COVID nineteen um, dilemma. Yeah, I think alcohol I kills viruses. I actually heard um, alcohol can kill the virus, and if you have one or two beers regularly a couple nights a week, that you are less likely to get it. So, so you're just helping yourself out. You're self medicating. Correct. Yeah. Hey, Vinny, so have have they closed, like, bars and restaurants and stuff like that out, out in North Carolina yet, or no? Yeah, so pretty much all bars and restaurants have been shut down. They're doing carry-out down here. Um, some of them, you can actually get carry-out beer. And I would say that started, I think, I want to say it was, like, last Tuesday. Okay. So yeah, cause we, I, I made we, sure I was stocked up on everything I needed, and I'm, I'm sat there. Nice. Yeah, because we talked to Ryan Bell last week, and he, uh, he he said they hadn't shut down, you know, restaurants and bars yet. So I figured it was just a matter of time before they did. Yeah. Yeah, what about you guys up there in Indiana? Are you guys shut down with restaurants and everything? Yeah, carry out only or delivery. Uh, but, yeah, no inside communication yeah. or inside interaction with people. Uh, but, you know, right. honestly, overall – other than a little bit less traffic, I don't see a whole lot of difference. Yeah, neither do I really down here. I mean, I think the whole thing's kind of stupid still. And, you know, <laughs> there's certain people that are still going to go out and do as they wish. I mean, I'm one of those people. I can't <laughs> sit in my apartment for <laughs> several days. Yeah, especially if you're an outdoorsy kind of person, it really, really kind of sucks. I've had to work from home for two weeks now, and it is insane. I hate working from home because it's easy to be distracted. Me it's too. Just, yep. It's just, it really sucks. Oh, yeah, no, I can't do it. But like I said, you know, being, you know, so close to my boat and stuff like that, you know, I, in my apartment, it's not too bad. I got my racing sim. I've been on there playing and doing some stuff with that. Um, but then, you know, I can still go down the road, hop in my boat, go out on that now. Like, so quarantine's not going too terrible, Dad, for me. So you've been brushing up on the iRacing, Vinny? What about the iRacing? I, I said, have you Sorry, been br- you've you been brushing well. up on the iRacing? Am I what? <laughs> I think my phone is like too far, excuse me, too far away from lugs. Uh, he's asking if you've been brushing up on your eye racing. Uh, I've been trying to get better with it. Um, I don't do it as much as I probably should, but I would say that I've been on it a lot more lately being in quarantine than I normally am. Gotcha, gotcha. So, Vinny, are, uh, what's going on at the race shop? Are, are they kind of shut down? Are you still going out there at all, or kind of what's the situation there? Um, I've been going there every day or every other day. Uh, they're not shut down. We're still working. We're just prepping our cars, trying to get them ready for, you know, whenever we do get back going. It's going to be kind of crazy whenever we get back going here. Um, they're talking about doing some races on Wednesdays, possibly a doubleheader here or there. Um, so it's going to be hectic. We're going to be on the road a lot more. But, you know, we're kind of using this time to build extra on the cars and get new cars built and, just kind of going about like if it was the second off season, I guess mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah. Because when stuff does get going again, man, you guys are gonna be so crazy busy. Yeah, there won't be time to try to play catch up once things get going back. There's no way. Yeah, luckily I think where we're good for Xfinity is 
um, when they're talking about getting back going, from what I've heard is May 3rd, um, we're going to have two off weeks. So we're only, Xfinity should only have, I believe, four or five races to make up when we get back going. Okay, okay. Um, well, let's back up a little bit, man. You had a hell of a start to the season, man. At first, I yeah. want to congratulate you on that. But, um, yeah, what kind of tell us what's your thoughts on that? And is there, like, multiple things that you think are kind of working in your favor there? Is there one thing you can put your finger on? Or what, what kind of got you off to such a, a solid start this year? Oh, uh, I think a lot of it was, you know, Daytona, it's mostly just my team putting together a good speedway car. Um, luck plays into it and your strategy. So that was a lot of that. And then, you know, that was a really good finish for, for us to start off the year with. And I think, you know, like I, I've told you on the podcast before, um, last year was the only season I've, since I moved to North Carolina that I've been with the same team for more than a year. So I think being with my same team, not switching it up um, for two years, and then coming into this third season has really helped out you know, our bonding process and how we work together. And then on top of that, um, I would just say Vegas, we just, you know, our mile and a half stuff, it was a good car. Um, I think I was just a little rusty on, you know, the mile and a half stuff. And we just needed a race to kind of get back in the motion of things besides speedway racing. And then we went to California and last year I didn't do too well at California and it was track. I was coming, man, I don't like this, you know, after this year i definitely love california now <laughs> yeah i bet so it's, used to, it's very similar track to michigan it's very racy and we we were able to pull off our uh lead lap top 15 finish on all scuffed tires so wow. i don't know how we did it but wow. me and my team just worked together amazingly and i can't thank them enough for the car they gave me and you know honestly the whole group of bj mcleod we're you know super strong this year and I think that Phoenix, it was a good race. We were on all scuffs there, too. Um, we had a few vibration issues in the race, and I think that just kind of hurt the that race a little bit. But if you look at it, we have a trend here. So we got a top 15 in Daytona. Then we went to a 27th place finish, got a top 15 in California, and then got another 27th place finish. <laughs> so, so if everything goes right, we're on track for a top 15 at whatever race we start back at. Yeah. That's great. I'm hoping that it stays that way. Yeah, heck yeah, man. That's awesome. And, and you know, a lot of people that maybe listen to the show, uh, I, I we talk about small teams all the time on the show. I'm hoping they start to understand how money plays such a role. You're talking about your tires. How is a team expected to win a race when they have shit tires? And they, they unfortunately, it's just the way it is. I mean... You know, it, it goes beyond tires. It goes with, you know, new parts and, you know, engines and stuff like that. And that's mm -hmm. another thing. I want to send a huge thanks to uh, PME Engines, our engine builders. Um, they did a little bit of research and development on them over the uh, off season, And they found, you know, a couple more horsepower, which it's when you get up to that 600 horsepower range, it sounds kind of stupid. But, you know, just 10 to 15 horsepower can make a huge difference. Like, sure. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, I can, I can tell a huge difference between last year and this year in the engines. Um, so that's a big part of it, too. And, you know, our tire situation, it's just if we have tire money we, some weekends, we use it. If not, then we go with what we can afford. And some tracks doesn't affect us that much, but certain tracks, it's a, a huge problem, like Richmond, Darlington, um, 
Fontana, which is why I'm so amazed that we did as well as we did with that race. Um, but overall, I think that we have a really good thing going this year, and I think it's going to be a really successful year if we just keep working strong whenever we get back at it. Yeah, I think, again, man, to your point, you know, you know, another year with the same team, you know, building that relationship further, getting getting everything to gel. I mean, that that can only work more in your favor. Yeah, that continuity plays a huge role. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's good to hear. Very good to hear. I, I want to back up a little bit and talk about sim racing. You said, uh, do, you, do you have a sim rig that you use? Yeah, I do have a sim that I use. Um, I bought mine probably four years ago when I first moved to North Carolina and it's got a little bit of outdated stuff on it. Like I could use a new graphics card. Um, I need some new screens on it. So I need some stuff to be up to par, um, to actually be competitive with it. If I was going to race online. Um, and I think it's great what NASCAR is doing with all the sim racing to keep the fans, you know, being able to watch some type of racing, whether it's online or not, you know, knowing that it's still the drivers they watch every week. Um, but as far as I know, I'm pretty sure that not anyone can just host the events with those with us drivers, and I believe that it um, you have to be invited to be in those. So how do we go about getting you invited? Who do we need to talk to? Um, that is a question beyond my pay grade. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we'll get the the Twitter masses on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Lugs has been doing a lot of iRacing, and he's talking about buying a new sim rig himself. That's why I was asking. And he said the exact same thing, that he's got to update his graphics card. Yeah, um, a graphics card is really important. And if you ever want to get into sim racing, if you have the extra couple hundred dollars to spend, I highly recommend getting an Oculus setup mm. and spending a day tuning it. Um, if you get that set up perfectly... It actually looks like you're in the race car, and you can see, like, you know, the banking when you're on the straightaway. You can transition into the corner a lot easier. Um, that's the biggest reason I need a better graphics card. Um, it'll run on my TV screens fine, but I've gotten so accustomed to my Oculus that I don't even like using the screens anymore. So now you got Lugs thinking. He's, he starts shaking his head because <laughs> now you put another nugget in his head that he can spend money on. I've, I've already got a rig priced out, Vinny, on top of the graphics card. on top. Now you're adding Oculus. <laughs> I'm at about $3,500 oh. $3, now. Dude, if you want the most badass sim setup, get yourself just a basic, well-supported stand for the wheel and steering wheel. Or, I mean, the seat and the steering wheel. Mm -hmm. And then everything Fanatec. Um, I don't have it personally, but we have it at the race shop and I've never tried my Oculus with it, but I do prefer the sim at the race shop with the screens over my sim with the Oculus just because of how real it feels. Um, the stuff is a lot more expensive, but you can actually tune your brake pedal and your gas pedal and everything with like, um, hydraulic fluid and everything. Yeah. It literally feels exactly like a real race car. Wow. So what? What if you had the fanatic, you know, stuff with the Oculus? Then would that take it to the next level, or you still think like the fanatic with the screen is better? Um, no. If I had the fanatic with the Oculus, I think I would literally think I was in the car, <laughs> minus being you know sweaty and 120 degrees. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Damn it. Yeah. Well, we need to get you on a race with lugs. At least you, maybe you two can race together. Because Lugs have been doing a lot of racing. I gave up because I suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know, that's the thing. I'm actually not too good at the sim racing online. Um, I don't know if it's something that I just haven't really learned yet or if I, it's because I know it's not real or what it is. I think I just need to practice more and get more into it. But um, I would definitely get a, do a race with y'all. I would just have to go to uh, the race shop to do it because my sim is actually out of commission right now. Um, my graphics card will not run iRacing on my Oculus. Yeah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get Gasman to, to buy a uh, wheel, steering wheel and pedals again. He I, sold I had his. It. I had it. I literally just sold it like a month ago. And, and, now, and now he regrets it. And now I regret it, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I'm taking donations, so if anybody wants to donate to all the this, Gas Man Fund, then... All this time that you're working from home, <laughs> I could be, you pra- could be I practicing. Could be. I could be. You're right. You're right. Okay, so I, I know this is the racing channel, but I know we've talked about guns and shooting out here before. Oh, yeah, all the time. Um, so you said you just brought back a racing setup or a sim setup, and you, you regret it. I bought a reloading setup. I was going to get into that, and then I decided, well, this is stupid. I don't need this right now because, you know, I just didn't have anywhere <laughs> set up in my apartment. <laughs> and now with all this COVID-19 stuff going on and the shortages of ammo and, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff, I'm kind of – a little upset with myself at you know taking all that back like now that all this is going on i would have made it improvise somehow in an apartment yeah so what what did you do with all that reloading equipment what did i do with it all yeah do you still have it or do you sell it no i, I took it all back i didn't sell it i, just oh, okay. back I was like look I, I don't need this i was like so take it back okay what kind of what kind of set did you have like a dylan or a lee or hornady uh i got a hornady uh Deluxe lock and load. Okay. Single switch. Okay. Is that a Ron Hornaday? No, that's not a Ron. <laughs> Lugs is not a gun person. He has no idea what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So I took all that back, and now I'm like kind of upset about it. But I mean, like I said, there's just no for me to mount it in my apartment. So yeah, I'll wait till I get a house to get back into it. I think. Yeah, I, I heard a rumor that you might be getting some ammo in the mail soon. I hope so, man. <laughs> It's not much, but at least a little bit. Yeah, I heard it's from a uh, really cool gun company called um, ShootersLand.com. That, <laughs> I appreciate that, yeah. Uh, by the way, it's in the mail. It should be there in like two days. Awesome. I've got ammo uh, from that company before, and it ran <laughs> beautifully through my M9. <laughs> and my Glock 19 and the other 9mm I've acquired over the past year. That's that's a you know that's amazing because when I first talked to you like a year ago or a little bit more than a year ago, um, I think you just maybe had one or two, and now how many do you have? You kind of uh, added on. It sounds like. Oh geez, um, <laughs> I think I'm up to nine or ten now. Sweet, handguns. not not enough, right? No, no, definitely not enough. <laughs> but I think I've got enough handguns now. I'm going to take a break from the handguns, and I think I'm going to go more toward long guns yeah have you built an ar yet i have not my actual actually my uh what i'm wanting to do next is get one of those p80 builder kits and try one of those it's basically like a glock knockoff yep yep i know exactly what you're talking about if you're wanting a kit if you're wanting a kit just let me know sometime and i'll see what i can do for you definitely want a kit man so i'll definitely get with you on that okay um, I, I so take, let's get back to racing. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> sure. So, what? 
I know we go back at Charlotte from what I've heard so far. Are you guys going to be able to go to any of the races, come down to Charlotte again maybe and check it out? Or We we honestly don't know. And, and the reason why is we can't commit to a whole lot. We were going to go to Talladega in April, but obviously that's not working out. Um, yeah. we're, we're kind of in flux because of lugs and his job. He may potentially, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen because uh, he, his type of work that he does, um, and he kind of, uh, I, I don't want to get into it too much what he does, but anyway, his, his work is in flux potentially with the market. So we're scared to kind of dedicate ourselves to something that might change in the near future. And, uh, very similar circumstance with me as well. So once we have things actually, set in stone with our with our jobs uh then we can make that determination but will we want to hell yes we would want to i i think a guarantee Vinny at minimum will definitely be an indie just because it's so close but we would love to go to a lot more than that obviously but I think right it, yeah so yeah i, th- I think uh, my daughter she's nine she's never been to a race so i thought about taking her to indie to the xfinity race uh just for her to get her first exposure yeah, man, for sure. Um, and you know the drill. Yeah, you know I'll stop by and I'll introduce you to her and make her make yeah. her become a Vinnie Miller fan. Yeah, man, for sure. You know that you know the drill. Yeah. If, um, if you guys are wanting to go to a race, I've told you before. I'll get your passes if you need them. Yeah, and we we definitely appreciate that for sure. Definitely. So, uh, how's Matt? We haven't heard anything from Matt Mills in a long time. He's still talking to Matt during this COVID scare. Uh, yeah. I have. Um, he's doing good. Uh, he thinks, like I do, he thinks that the whole thing's kind of overrated. And we're both ready to just get back in race cars and, you know, go about our business and keep racing. Because we're kind of bored right now. There's not much to do down in North Carolina. Everything's closed down. So we go to the race shop, hang out for a little bit, and come home, watch TV. And, and like I said, I got the boat in the water today, so there's something else for us to go do. But, uh, uh, as far as I know, he went to Ohio yesterday, picked up a new truck, uh, drove back down today, nice. and I believe we're hanging out Friday. Sweet, awesome. Sweet. What kind of truck did he get? Uh, red Chevy Colorado. Okay. One of the, one of the new ones with the, um, with the, like the ZR2s or the, um, uh, one I think the... it's a Z, I think it's a, uh, the little brother to my truck. I think it's a Z71. Okay. Uh, okay. Colorado. And uh, he said he ordered some parts for it that me and him are going to put on it next week. So it'll give us something to do at least. Yeah. Yeah, this, this COVID shit's got everything so screwed up. I, I can't stand it. I hate working from home. I hate having nothing to do. I feel like I got to stay in the house all the time or at least just walk outside and stare at people as they attempt to walk dogs or something. It's really – it just sucks. <laughs> it's also, you know, something that we really haven't ever experienced before. You yeah. know, like – something of this magnitude where everybody's being told to confine and shelter and like it just yeah there's no better word it sucks <laughs> yeah it does suck i mean i i got a whole view on it and, you know in my mind what it's <laughs> what it actually is but we're not going to get into that yeah podcast. yeah i understand <laughs> don't want to open that door might be no. s- some people listening that would disagree and yeah i understand yeah understand uh talking about people walking their dogs uh how's nitro uh he's good uh he's actually sitting on the other side of the door um on the inside because i'm outside on my patio and he's uh he's sitting there looking at me like why the hell am i not outside (laughs) (laughs) nice 
Yeah, is the weather good in North Carolina? The what? Is the weather good? Uh, it, it's decent. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. So, like, today it was supposed to be, like, 60 and rainy, and it turned out to be, like, 70 and sunny. So, okay. Go get the boat <laughs> the water. Yeah. And then, and, you know, it was supposed to be, like, 80 tomorrow. Now it's supposed to be, like, 60 tomorrow, but the rest of the weekend is supposed to be, like, 80 and sunny. So... It changes about every six hours, but I'm hoping that the 80 and sunny all weekend is a true thing because I would really love to just, you know, be able to go on the boat all weekend and enjoy it. Yeah, the uh, the boat, I, the weather here has been very rainy, uh, so we you know, the days we've had opportunity to actually go out and do stuff, we haven't because of that. Um, but I will tell you right now, if the first opportunity I have to buy a boat, I am doing it just to do something. <laughs> I, I love boats. Yeah, they're fun. Expensive. Um, I would recommend getting on boattrader.com and looking to see what you can find. I get on there a couple times a week just to look and see what, what there is for sale. There's good deals on there on big boats, little boats, everything. Heck yeah. Lugs, Lugs can get his little sim rig inside of it and do a mobile boat sim. <laughs> jet ski sim. <laughs> jet, a jet ski sim. Um, there you go. So when I go and visit at the race shop, you know, I get my stuff done, like uh, stuff with the race sim. Um, you know, I talk and hang out with the guys and, you know, bullshit with them. We do a bunch of fun stuff. And one of the funniest things that I think was brought up last year, um, it was actually about boating on lake norman um one of the guys it was actually it's actually nitro's babysitter when i'm gone on the weekends um he was like hey when you go out uh racing on the weekends you need to let me take your boat out and we need to get a hot dog stand on the boat with beer and we need to sell hot dogs and beer on the lake for a dollar for a hot dog and three bucks per beer no that sounds like a great idea it does sound like a great idea if i had like a pontoon or something yeah 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 your boat might be uh not quite big enough to hold enough to supply a whole lake worth of people <laughs> yeah i i agree <laughs> i'd like to change that at some point in my life but we'll see do you ever see yourself owning a pontoon you seem like you're a speed guy and pontoons really aren't the speed kind of thing oh hell i definitely see myself owning a pontoon at some point okay i mean they're great to drink on um you know, you can bring out all your friends. I can bring out my whole team after we have a good weekend, like, you know, Daytona or California, and we could go out and have a good time. But I actually was checking some out last year, and they now make twin engine pontoons, and they go like 60, 70 miles an hour. So <laughs> the speed's not an issue on Holy crap. Well, they've definitely, yeah. I'm thinking of pontoons, I'm thinking like a barge where it just kind of floats there and barely moves. <laughs> right. <sighs> yeah. I thought the same thing that I wrote on that one. The guy scared the hell out of me on the test drive. Wow. That's pretty awesome. I rode on a jet ski once that scared the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I fell off one doing 70. That was blue. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was mine. And it didn't hurt too bad. It actually hurt worse falling off going 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it. I'm trying. I wonder why. Maybe just the, the speed you fall into the water a little i don't know that's weird i guess maybe it's the way you fall off oh. yeah so i was like racing someone else on an art jet ski around the island and when i fell off i was doing 70 and i think it was just because it was calm enough that i just kind of slid across the water until a big wave from a wake boat stopped me okay 
I will say the sudden abrupt stop that did <laughs> Knock the wind out of me just a little bit. Oh man, that's scary. Being in water and that happening. Oh, horrible. So during the off season, since we really haven't had a chance to talk to you since last season, uh, like what do you do during the off season? Do you go on vacation? Do you go back home to Michigan? What what do you typically do? Um, so on the off season, I normally stay down here for a couple weeks. I go in the race shop, hang out with the guys, and then once uh, you know Thanksgiving and Christmas roll around, um, I normally go home. Uh, for Thanksgiving for a couple days, uh, shoot guns and go hunting and then come back down here for a couple weeks, go to the shop, hang out, get on the race, um, you know, just have fun. And then I go back home normally for about a month over Christmas time and, uh, new years. And I actually have a little party barn in my backyard. So all my friends from Michigan that I don't get to see ever, uh, I invite all them over couple nights a week we hang out play pool play darts um cornhole inside and do all that and then i go hunting uh if weather conditions permit me and my dad normally go ice fishing and yeah basically go back to being a redneck for a month it's fun. <laughs> that's a good way to put it uh it sounds it sounds fun did you get any deer this year uh i did not this is actually the second year i have not shot a deer um I have not had any luck the past two years shooting a deer, and I don't understand why because there's never been a, a low supply of them uh, where I live in Michigan. So I don't know if you know they're moving around or if someone's poaching at home because I live on a lot of private property or what what's going on. But it's kind of making me mad because I've not shot a deer since I was nine years old up until two years ago. Wow. Wow. Well, sorry to hear that. This, this past season, I was uh, stuck in Italy for all but two days of deer season, and thankfully I got one deer during those two days. Well, lucky for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 it wasn't nothing to brag about, but hey, it's meat in the freezer. And right now, that yeah, is... Exactly, yeah. This, this, yeah, right now, meat it, in the freezer's... Yeah, I mean, it's coming wow. handy. Yeah, because anytime we go to the store, there's never any like, ground beef or anything. Thankfully, I've got about 52 pounds of deer... Uh, in the freezer, so just grab a pack right, of that. Exactly. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, it's the same way down here. There's no meat, toilet paper, water, <laughs> nothing. What What is the craziest thing that you've seen since all this has gone on? Um, I would say probably the craziest thing I've seen. I haven't been to the grocery store too much because I'm kind of a prepper type of person. <laughs> so I went out and got all this stuff. As soon as I heard of COVID-19 coming to the United States, I knew that it was going to be like this. So I went out and bought toilet paper and everything. But I would say the craziest thing I've seen is when I go into the grocery store and people are arguing over who gets the last gallon of milk. It's like, really, people? Like, that's a perishable item. Do you really need it? Yeah. And I hate, I've heard stories of like people stealing shit out of like old people's carts, like elderly's carts. And I just, I would knock someone out if I seen that. Oh yeah, I would too. I mean, I I don't think that old people should be going out in public right now. I mean, I think, you know, if any of the elderly around me asked me to go to the grocery store for them, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I would go to the grocery store for them and get whatever they needed. Exactly. I'm young. I got a strong immune system. I'm going probably anyways to get myself another case twisted tea or something. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I, yeah, I completely agree with you on that. 
Um, so back to racing a little bit. You you talking about Twisted T? It'd be awesome if they could find a way to sponsor you because um, you're at least a good racer, and Ty Dillon sucks, so they could at least have someone good sponsor them <laughs> or run for them. So, uh, how is the sponsor front going for you? Um, I am working on, uh, you know, getting some companies to work with me on my biggest platform. I've been what's that uh sorry i was getting disconnected for a minute oh it's okay Um, i thought i missed something (laughs) um so on basically what i've been trying to do for sponsors is you know i race for a smaller team and i I don't know if i should be putting this out there because someone might steal my idea but (laughs) i'm trying to um message companies on instagram that are better based or, um, or, um, you know, like shooting companies, stuff like that, that might be interested in working with, with me for smaller amounts of money. Cause we're a smaller team, you know, right. But they could get a big value for, you know, not too much money. So that's kind of what I've been trying to do. I've had some success. I was getting messages back, um, up until all this COVID stuff started out and it's kind of, you know, hit a dead end right now. I'm not really sure. getting messages back from anyone just sure. because everything's shut down. Uh, people are worried about their families. There's other bigger issues, you know, going on than people sponsoring race, race cars. Right. So that part kind of sucks. Um, Pit Viper, we were working with them, trying to get them to do some stuff. Um, they told us they were going to come back this year last year and when season came around hear from them too much so right now we're just kind of open and okay we're trying to do our best to get whatever we can for next year okay good and any of our fans are listening that are in a position or own a company you know please take that in consideration maybe uh help Vinny out help bj mcleod motorsports out um Vinny, like what's the and maybe you can't get into specifics and that's fine, but like, what's the typical like packages that you offer? Like how much, like does, could a company expect to pay to be on your car? You know, stuff like that. Just so our fans, if they do own a company or something, might be able to take interest. Um, typically it's going to start at like 20,000 to get on a car, um, for like a full wrap. Uh, you know, sometimes if say if the hood's already sold for a certain amount of money, you can get on the quarter panel for a set of tires, which is around 500 um depending on the race it can go up to 40 grand just depending on you know how popular the race is um everything helps so it just kind of depends on you know what you're looking to do how much you want to be exposed stuff like that um one big thing that helped us out on the um on the sponsor side of things i would say for a company being on the car is when we went back to single car qualifying last year, we are, or the company is guaranteed at least about a minute, 30 seconds to a minute of TV time, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the nice track around that week, uh, when we're on track qualifying. And do you guys get like analytics on like, uh, like how much TV time your car had during the race as well? Uh, that's a question I can't answer. That's, that's something I don't know about. That's something Spire, the company that manages, like me and BJ's team would know about. Okay. Um, if a company was ever interested, I do have a deck that my agent has put together for me 
that tells you like the ages targeted, um, ages that mainly tune into Xfinity series and how many views we get per week, which I think is between like 10 to 11 million every week. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Well, I guess between qualifying the race and, uh, is, is social media taking consideration as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, social media. I know that's, I don't, Yeah, you're cutting out again. We didn't hear any of that. Um, I said social media would be separate. That would just be TV viewers. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. So when it comes to social media, do you do that, or does like Sandra do that? Um. So actually, all my social media is me now. Um, Sandra's not working with me this year. Uh, We just couldn't figure out. how to pay her this year we didn't have it in the budget unfortunately sure Sure. and it sucks because she's been with me since i moved to uh, north carolina so it's very sad to close that partnership but i still talk to her you know good times a week and we're still very close um but social media wise it's pretty much just me this year okay okay that's awesome uh so when we give you a shout out or whatever then you see that obviously at least i hope so So whenever we give you a shout out on Facebook or on Twitter, I said hopefully then you can see that. Yeah, if I get a shout out, um, I'll I'll definitely see it. Okay. Pops up on my phone or laptop or whatever I'm on at that point in time. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Well, here you go, fans. If you tweet or like any of any stuff, you're interacting directly with him. Yeah, exactly. You don't have a PR go between. So there you go. Uh, Direct access to Vinnie Miller. So, Vinny, what's a good way for our fans to support you? I seen that BJ came out with some new, like, hoodies and stuff. Do you have anything, like, Vinny-specific? Vinny um, so, actually, I was uh, working on that earlier today. I got my boat longer, and I was out on the water, and I was doing some business. And um, I should have shirt and hood for purchase i haven't quite decided what the price is going to be on them yet because i'm still working on pricing with the company okay but i got the design um i think i got a direct down have to give me prices on the hoodies and t-shirts and then i'm probably going to get some hats made too okay so it's probably going to be about a week until that stuff drops like prices and size wise and availability sure and then after that uh depending on how quick that sells out, it should be a regular merchandise thing. Fantastic. Is it going to be found like on your personal website or is it going to be found on BJ's website? Um, it should be able to be found on my personal website, uh, BJ's website, and it should be on all my social media channels too. Fantastic. Make sure you have fat guy sizes because I want at least one shirt. <laughs> I will send you whatever you need, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for sure, definitely. We actually probably get a couple shirts, honestly. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, be we're, ordering some for sure. Yeah, we're definitely huge fans. And I know we have a lot of fans of this show that uh, have become fans of you as well for your interaction with us because you're always so awesome to talk to and you've been so good to us. And we yeah, appreciate this is that. definitely my favorite podcast to do. Um, if I ever get to, like, you know, Jimmy Johnson status or something, <laughs> we definitely should do this, like, once a month. Yeah. Just have fun with it. Yeah, it, it, whenever our phone connection is good, it's usually a lot better. It's been a little frustrating today, and I apologize about that. Yeah, it, I mean, 
I have fun on this podcast all the time. It's not just strictly racing. Like, you know, I do a lot of, I, I did a interview earlier today and, you know, it was just questions about racing. It wasn't anything about, you know, what are your interests outside? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- it's, it's fun to be able to talk about, you know, guns, outdoors, boating, trucks, racing, tires, trucks, <laughs> like, you know, stuff that is actual, everything NASCAR is about other than just the racing, you know, the yeah. fans want to hear about yeah. everything we talk about on here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Talking about tires, uh, you got any new tires or anything for your truck? Nope. I'm, uh, I'm still running the Toyo uh, Mud Train 35s. Okay. Okay, have you done anything to your truck? Uh, Bumper? Didn't oil change it on a couple weeks ago, that's about it. You did a what? I'm sorry? Oil change. Oh, (laughs) okay. I mean, (laughs) gotcha. I want to do it up, but at the same time, I love my truck to death. I'm not getting rid of it anytime. Yeah. But I also want, I'm trying to save up to buy a house, because I know as soon as I get a house, I want to pay rent. And the price of the house I'm looking at, it's going to be actually cheaper than rent. Yeah, yeah. And probably buy a sports car to go along with the truck. <laughs> blue Camaro. So. Oh, oh, yeah. That, that would be sweet. That would be sweet. So, actually, I got my truck. I got a. I don't have a 2500. I have a 1500 with a little bit of a lift kit. Uh, blue Chevy truck. But I actually went to the dealership to get a Camaro um, and I was wanting the six two, you know, stick shift, and they didn't have one, so I ended up buying that truck instead. Yeah, that that's exactly what I'm looking to buy to go along with my truck. I would like, I don't want to buy a brand new one just because they're so expensive and they drop off so much. You can find a nice used, you know, Camaro SS manual for around thirty two to yeah thirty five thousand yeah with just a couple thousand miles on it, basically still brand new when the break-in periods. Right. Well, I go- want to get a blue one to match the truck. Heck yeah. Big yeah. Chevy, little Chevy. Yeah, a little big Chevy, little Chevy, exactly. You should go big or go home and go get you a Corvette C8. Oh, you're cutting out again. Can you hear us? A seat. Can you hear? Hold on one second. Let's... Oh, the stupid hairline or whatever it is. Okay, can you hear us now? Can you hear me? Yeah. B- barely. So, what I was saying is I don't want a C8. It's just that simple. Why don't you want a C8? They're awesome. They're stupid. They don't come in a manual. Uh, I mean, okay, I guess that's true, but they're pretty badass, though, still. Okay, they are badass. I'll give them that. Like, I would definitely drive one. But if I'm gonna own my own sports car that I could drive daily, the least or the highest I would go would probably be a C seven Corvette. Yeah. Blue with a manual trans. Like it's if I'm gonna have a sports car, it has to be a manual. That's how I practice for shifting for the for the track. Gotcha. No, I I understand that. So what are you gonna do when the Xfinity uh switch overs to the to the new gearboxes like the Cup's gonna have next year? I mean, I don't think it's going to be too much different. It'll be uh, sequential shifting, so it's yeah. just going to be forward and backward, right. which will be different. It won't be an age pattern. If anything, it'll be easier to shift. But right now, even, you know, we don't really use the um, the clutch to shift after we're out of first or unless we're going into first. So it'll just be banging gears. But instead of an age pattern, it'll be forward to back. Yeah. And, that's not, and then I'm, I'm a – 
somewhat of a car guy, but I always been confused on how you guys are able to shift without a clutch or pushing that clutch in. Is it just the timing just happens to work out well, the high RPM, or how's that? So basically it's called the straight cut gear. So the gear and the transmissions um, have a little bit wider areas for the gear to shift through. And so once we get out of first and we get rolling, um, as long as we're above a certain RPM, you don't need to clutch. You can just bang it into a gear um, with a little bit of a rev match. Okay, okay. Yeah, like downshifting and upswing, we don't need a clutch. Um, but anytime we go in or out of first, it's definitely recommended that we use clutch. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. You know, I used to well, – I, I had a – Stick shift S10 when I was in when I was in high school, and I used to you know switch gears, but without pushing a clutch, just because I was tearing the hell out of my truck. But it was a different game. And I'm actually I'm actually guilty of that too. I feel really bad for whoever owns my Camaro SS because <laughs> once I like got my mind, okay, I've got to get rid of this. Can't afford the insurance on on it anymore. <laughs> uh, whenever I was still doing my own deal and I wasn't making enough money, yeah, I was like, well. I can do the shifts without a clutch in a race car. Let's see how we can do it in a street car. So I did it a couple times, and I'm pretty sure I, it smelled like I lit the clutch on fire <laughs> from doing that. So whoever got that car, I'm sorry to them. <laughs> but I'm also not sorry because I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you say you're looking for a house. Are you looking for some land with your house, too, like in the outskirts of the of uh, Charlotte area? Or are you looking for like a townhome style? Uh, so I actually lived in a townhome before my apartment and, uh, I had to get out of that because my neighbors hated me so much because I made so much noise. <laughs> so, uh, I'm definitely going to go with something that's not connected to anyone else. Um, I'd love to live on the lake. It depends if I can find a cheap enough piece of land on the lake Ooh, boy. and a cheap enough way to build a house on the lake. And if I can't go with that, I'm going to try to get a piece of land close to the lake. That's at least an acre. And build a house on that. Gotcha. I definitely want to build my own house because I just want it to be mine. I want it to be laid out how I like it. Yeah. Yeah, fully understandable. Uh, I would think any kind of property on the lake itself would be pretty damn expensive. It's very expensive. Um, I'm looking to move up to, like, the Troutman area kind of out of where I'm not as close to Charlotte because if I'm not as close to Charlotte, I wouldn't be going on a three-week lockdown right now. (laughs) So... (laughs) I'm going to try to get up to Troutman, at least higher Mooresville, Troutman area. Statesville's a little bit too far. So I think if I get to Troutman, I'll be pretty happy. Still close to Mooresville, lots of places to eat, lots of stuff to do. Um, you know, still easy lake access. That's where BJ lives, so it, it'd be, be a pretty cool area to live. For sure, man. Yeah, yeah it'd be cool neighbors area. with the boss. Yeah. I actually love that area. That whole area is so pretty, so nice. I love the whole Charlotte area. Yeah, I love exactly. North Carolina. All North Carolina, exactly. I love yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, it, you actually have hills and stuff and the lake, and here we have uh, cornfields. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would love to have like what I, where I grew up in Michigan, like you know, ten, twenty acres, but cannot afford that down here. Yeah. So unless I'm two or three hours away from where I need to be in Charlotte. So that that's just not an option at this point. Yeah, never say never. I mean, you get up there at Jimmy Johnson's level, you know, the seventh time, and then you can. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Can... that's why I said it's not at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, hopefully you get that break one of these days and you get to move up and and uh, get those opportunities like that. Has has there been any interest in the Cup Series yet? Um, you know, I would love to move up the Cup at any point in time, but you know, with where I'm at right now and having to try to find sponsors, any sponsor that I'm fine. Uh, me and PJ have a very tight relationship, so. I'm probably just going to try to find sponsorships yep. to where I can race full-time for BJ. And then if I get to the point where I'm racing full-time for BJ and I can find extra sponsorship, I'm going to put uh, toward tires so I can run better. There you go. And then yeah. if I get, you know, like a really, really big sponsorship deal, then I'll put it toward tires and then run a cup race. Here there. Yeah. Um, I would love for my first cup race to be like Dover or Bristol, or oh. a track that I've ran good at. I'll say, hell, what about Michigan? I mean, run a run at your home track. That'd be sweet. Um, I don't believe I'd be able to run at Michigan for my first cup race just because it's over a mile and a half. Okay, okay. I didn't think about the limitation of what you they put you on and stuff like that. What was that? Gotcha. So I, I didn't think about like the licensing and what they uh, allow and don't allow, so that makes sense. Yeah, so like Dover's my favorite track, and it's one of the tracks I run best at. But it's actually one of the hardest tracks to get approved for because it's so easy to get in the way. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to go cup racing, I don't even know if I could do it there at Bristol. It would probably have to be like uh, Richmond or, you know, something that's a little bit easier, like yeah. maybe Chicago. Right. Okay. But I would definitely like it to be Dover. Yeah, I love Dover. So fast-paced, the high banks. Dover is one of my favorite tracks to watch. I, I would love to go to a cup race at Dover sometime. Any oh, race. It's my favorite track to drive on. I, I hate the area. I hate the Northeast. <laughs> oh. hate, it, hate it with passion, but I love racing there. Are the people at least nice, or are they all arrogant like the rest of the Northeast people? Um, We uh we, we won't get into that because okay. I don't need any hate oh. from up there. Yeah. But okay, hey, sure. I can definitely say that Michigan people are not – northerners whenever you hear northerners are yeah, right if you, so take from that what you will right right uh yeah it, it's you know i lived in chicago for a couple of years and it was a night and day difference from the midwest and chicago uh yeah yeah exactly <laughs> huge difference well, you know, Vinny, it's been almost an hour now. We're not going to keep you much longer because I'm sure uh, Nitro's missing you and your girl's missing you. So uh, we appreciate you calling in, man, as always. Yeah, man, no problem. And, being on the show. Yeah, wow. hope, hopefully we'll, we can get to Charlotte at least sometime soon and run oh, into oh, you, yeah. drink a beer. Hopefully next time we talk to you, we're back to racing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I hope so, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, if not, if you guys need, you know, uh, someone on the show or sure. anytime you want me on, just I don't mind. We appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks for the last second, you know, agreeing to come on. Uh, our show got turned on its head today whenever our uh, – we were supposed hey, to have a... I called you yesterday personally and said, "Hey, I want to be on the show. What the hell?" <laughs> I know, I know. You called me out. I know, and it actually worked out very well. So, uh, yes, I, I'm glad you called called me out. That was very, <laughs> very needed. Yeah, so, so let's make it a more regular thing, man. Just yeah. Let me know when. Okay, Sounds we'll do. Good, Sounds man. good, man. Awesome. Uh, so, as always, thank you, sir, and hopefully. Um, Fans, be on the lookout for Vinny's merchandise coming up soon. Buy some shit. I'm going to buy some. Um, 
yeah, support Vinny. Hopefully we're racing soon. And if we do any iRacing, uh, we'll get in touch too. Maybe we can do a race or something sometime. Right. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. See you, man. All right. Bye. And the check and flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.